Welcome to the Glowgetters Podcast. My name is Kayla Fahey Arndt, and I'm your host. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their productive selves and find their true potential. I'm a passionate creative and scientist with over eight years of healthcare leadership experience. At age 25, I stepped into my first management role and didn't find the leadership advice I was looking for. So here I'm giving you the tools to end burnout and enjoy a vibrant career and life. Glad you're here to learn and grow with me. Now, on with the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Glowgetters podcast. I'm Kayla. I'm your host. What's up? Happy Monday. This drops on Monday, September 20th. So happy you're here. Today's topic is going to be all about why humor is important for leaders. And I have five reasons I want to share with you today that are simple, that talk about the importance of humor in the workplace and for leaders and how you can take humor into your day to have you feel successful each day, have you um, really cultivate a nice relationship with your teams, and work on continuous improvement. So I'm excited to dive on into those five tips. But first, I want to remind you, if you haven't listened to other episodes, that in two weeks, on October 4th, 2021, my The Leader Toolkit course opens up. And for $50 a one-time investment, you get access to the four different modules of the course. You get access to the Leadership Collaborative Community. You get membership into the community for free, where I'm there to help answer all your questions about the leadership course, where you get to connect with other leadership professionals. You also get access to any future Jengas or add-ons or modules. If you don't know what a Jenga is, go back and listen to the other episodes <laughs> so that you can, um, any basically any up-levels that I have to the course so that you can continue to grow and learn with me. And then, of course, you get one-on-one support for me. So if you have questions about the course, like I mentioned, I'm there. But also, if you want to dive into deeper topics, you can ask me anything and we can start going through your specific case. So the modules in the course are your custom learning plan. I'm going to teach you about the culture of your workplace, how to evaluate that, how to fit into it, how to change it, how to learn from it, how to use it to your advantage to move things faster, to get quick wins, but also to go slow and to gain trust with your team. I'm going to talk to you about intentional time, which is module two, which is all about leader standard work, creating space on your calendar for strategic time, time blocking, all of my hacks, tips, and tricks that I use to be efficient and to get a lot of shiz done. (laughs) The third module is know yourself and know your people. So I talk about self-awareness, learning about your leadership style, um, different quizzes that you can take to learn more about you and to change how you work and interact with others and ways that you can get to know your team better so that you can actually know your people, gain their respect, and really know what ticks for them, you know, how how they operate, how they like to be recognized. And lastly, the fourth, fourth module is how to get results. So I talk about visual management, lean concepts, PDCA, visual management, all of that. And that really helps you put all these mindset tips together with a strategy for moving forward. So if you're interested 
in the Leadership Toolkit course. If you're a new professional coming into a different role or you're changing your role at a current workplace or maybe you're pretty experienced, but you're like, you know what? I need both mindset and strategy. I want a refresher. I want to dig deeper, honestly. I want to reconnect. Um, this would be a great course for you. So the waitlist is actually open. Um, you can sign up in the link in the show notes here or go to my website at glowgetterslife.com. And then on the top menu, you'll see a button that says um, the Leader Toolkit course opens 10 21 Join the waitlist. The other way that you can get on the waitlist is by signing up for my newsletter, which will also be linked in the show notes and on my website, and then I will send you an email. All right. So thank you so much for listening to that, and I hope that you you know, check it out. And if you're wanting more details on the course, go back a few episodes, the episode um, called It's Coming, Be a Pioneer. Uh, That one's going to give you so much info. And that is episode 84. All right. Now on with today's topic, why is humor important for leaders? So I remember reading in a book somewhere, hearing on a podcast that if you hear laughter in your workplace from your team members, that's a good sign. It means that they have enough capacity to feel comfortable giving their attention to something that's funny, to making jokes, to talking, hanging out with each other, to cultivating relationships with each other. Um, it maybe means the stress level is low, or maybe it means that people deal with stress in a really good way. And that, you know, things might be tough, but they're resilient. And so I started thinking about this and I'm going to give you five reasons why humor is important for leaders. And maybe they get you thinking about how you can bring humor into the workplace in an appropriate way. So the first one is number one, humor helps put people at ease and creates joy in an engaged workplace. So I don't know if you've ever been around somebody who like never cracks a smile or never makes a joke or takes everything way too seriously. That creates a workplace culture that's quite frankly the opposite of joy and can create disengagement. Um, Honestly, it can create a workplace um, filled with fear. So if the leader comes over and all of a sudden everyone buttons up and closes their mouths and turns around and just does their work, that is a sign that obviously there's a power play. You know, there's always going to be a power play at hand when you have a leader and a group of people who report to them, but also that maybe they're not comfortable talking about what they just were talking about with you around. You want to create a place where people are at ease and feel like they can uh, engage with one another and engage with you. So I think we do this by trying to be lighthearted, without being dismissive of people's real feelings, Um, maybe uh, bringing some different tactics into our morning huddles where we're intentional about adding humor. So one good example is one of my, uh, one of the techs in our lab during COVID added one uh, additional talking point to our morning huddles and it's called a huddle happy. And it sounds really cheesy, (laughs) but it's wonderful. At the end of our huddle, we say, "Any does anybody have a huddle happy? And then we basically list things that we're grateful for that we noticed. 
And I swear to you, <laughs> uh, at first people were, didn't have much, but then it was like we started seeing the small things and the small things we were grateful for. And there's always something that people have to say. And even the other day, someone said, oh, it's finally jacket weather here in Minnesota. It's September. It's cold. I needed a jacket. That was, I love that weather. <laughs> Everyone's like, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you know what? We're resilient. We like winter. A lot of us that live here, I'm not saying I'm one of them, <laughs> but I definitely like sweater and scarf weather. So that kind of helped lighten the mood. And it just kind of set us forward on our day like, all right, let's do this. So number one, humor helps put people at ease, creates joyful and engaged workplace. Number two, laughter is medicine. You always feel better when you laugh. There are several studies out there that talk about when you laugh, you actually feel better. When you smile, you do better. Um, I think there are studies that, you know, cancer patients have better outcomes when they are in a more positive mindset. So when you think about laughter, after you laugh, you always feel 100% better. And my theory is that it sort of changes your, your body language. So if you're kind of hunched over, sad, um, maybe disconnected, you don't feel great. But when you're laughing, you're sort of open up that belly laugh that your chest is open, it's pointing to the sky, your heart is open, and you just sort of chuckle. And I think that that is always a good reset. If you can laugh during your day, you can find gratitude for the small moments. Um, I love the podcast. It's called, um, I think it's called the happiness Project. No, what is it called? I'm trying to, I'll have to pull it up, but Liz Gilbert gives an interview and one of the podcast hosts is like, I counted last time I interviewed you and you laughed like a million times during the episode. And <laughs> she was just like, I have that spirit. Like that is sort of, how I find joy is like just letting out my emotion and some of it is just through laughter. And it's not, you know, a nervous laugh. It's a joyful, reflective laugh. And so if you can find laughter during your day, I think you always feel better. Number three, when we're open to continuously improving and learning, even laughing at our mistakes or missteps, we stay humble, grounded, and based in reality. So I think we do need to take our and evaluate our mistakes and missteps seriously, but also like we need to recognize that we're human and that we make mistakes and that we're not perfect and you know that hey we're we're gonna we're gonna be um, misstepping here or there, but we're also gonna learn from them. And so I think that if you're always super hard on yourself or you're never, um, you're never giving yourself any grace or allowing space for, oh my goodness, <laughs> I feel so silly, but you know what? That's okay. Or, hey, I'm super embarrassed, but you know what? I learned something and I hope you all can learn from it too. I think that is a much better place than coming from like a very hard, um, place where you're always, uh, giving yourself this like, negative feedback or constructive criticism. Um, I think once you recognize that it's okay to show your true colors in front of people, it's okay to show that you're, uh, you're an imperfect human, 
things get a lot easier. And as a leader, you're way more willing to take small risks to say, you know what? I am creating a path forward. I'm working on being a pioneer. I'm going to bring people with me. And if we take a step that's in the wrong direction, you know what? We gave it our best and we're going to evaluate that and move on. And that's reality. And you know what? You know, if we did something silly along the way, like let's pause and think about like, oh my goodness, in hindsight, that wasn't the best decision. But you know what? No one was harmed. We tried something. We found out that way doesn't work. Let's move forward. Forward. So I, f- I think if you can continuously improve and reflect on the work that you've done and sort of chuckle and say, you know what? It's okay. I'm a human, but also like let's let's learn debrief from this. You can be a better team and a better leader. And then people aren't afraid to take risks and try new things and experiment and honestly make things better for the long run. Number four, when you are lighthearted, people can feel your positive energy, which can fuel and feed a productive and loyal work team. I think some of the best feedback I've ever gotten is like, wow, Kayla, when you come into our space, like you light up the room, like there's an energy about you. And I think when you find a position that you really, really love, a workplace that you really, really love, people that you really love, you walk in with sort of this energy of like, wow, I love this place, you know, like I'm excited to be here. And people can literally feel that. It's in your body language. It's in your facial expressions. It's in the way that you talk. It's in the way that you look at people when you are listening to them. If you keep it light, people can feel that. And they're like, I want to stick with you because I know that you trust us. I know that you love being here and that you have good intentions and that you are only sprinkling positivity on us and there's no ill wishes here. Um, there's no judgment here. There's only, you know, moving forward, learning, <laughs> learning, honestly, there's only learning. There's no mistakes. So I think that if you can work on, you know, if say you're having a hard day as a leader, work on resetting your physical, you know, and mental state before you walk out to your team and sort of say, all right, like uh, pump yourself up, like, okay, what do I think they need? What do I need? And just sort of go at it with love, like, okay, and compassion and empathy. I think that people can feel that physically through your energy and they feel supported rather than if you say, don't check your emotional intelligence and you have a bad meeting and walk out of your office with your shoulders forward and down and you're just sort of looking angry. People are watching you and they've beat off of your vibe. If you can still portray that, you know, things are going to be all right, even through a difficult time, acknowledging that it's a difficult time and having empathy, people are still going to come with you even through times of struggle. And then the last thing, the fifth reason why humor is important for leaders is a leader's days are full of meetings and talking with folks. (laughs) That's my life, right? Without lightheartedness, those days can feel extra, extra long. And I think we all need a humorous spirit to carry us through, you know, especially since the pandemic, we've overbooked and overscheduled our calendars. Our meetings are back to back to back to back with no room for bathroom breaks, 
with no room for decompressing, walking in the hallway, with no room for like taking your eyes off the screen. <clears throat> and I think without lightheartedness, without a little bit of banter, without a little bit of small talk, without asking folks like, how are your children doing? And really knowing your people, those days can feel extra long and you can feel very depleted at the end. So if you work on intentionally creating human connection during the day, you'll find humor and lightheartedness and laughter and smiling that you can take with you to the next meeting. At the end of the day, you can reflect on and say, you know what, today was super overbooked and very, very busy. And I connected with some wonderful humans and I feel so full in my cup because I made true connections or I made plans to see somebody in the next couple days or, um, you know, we could empathize together and laugh about a silly situation that happened to both of us and think like, okay, I'm not alone. So I think if you can really cultivate a spirit of lightheartedness, humor, pause to empathize when you recognize that your day is so long and full, it's going to feel more less, there's going to feel like you're less trapped. It's going to feel like there's more ease and flow in your day than if you just sort of go meeting and meeting to meeting and you're always like, all right, boom, boom, boom. Let's talk about exactly what we need to do. Um, we're all human. We have real emotions. We need to sort of like address those and show other people that we're real before we move forward and all right, tackle, let's tackle the strategy. So in summary, here are my five reasons why humor is important for leaders. Number one, humor helps people put people at ease and creates a joyful and engaged workplace. Number two, laughter is medicine. You always, always feel better when you laugh. Number three, when we are open to continuously improving and learning, even laughing at our mistakes or missteps, we stay humble grounded and based in reality. And number four, when you are lighthearted, people can feel your positive energy, which can fuel and feed a productive and loyal team. And five, a leader's days are full of meetings and talking with folks. Without lightheartedness, those days can feel extra, extra long. We all need a humorous spirit to carry us through. All right, everybody. So I hope these tips helped you and maybe think about your emotional intelligence, checking, being very self-aware and situational aware, thinking about how you can bring humor into the workplace in an appropriate manner. That's also paired with empathy and understanding and listening. And think about how you can find lightheartedness in your day so that doesn't feel so heavy in the midst of everything we have going on. All right, lastly, don't forget to go to my website at glowgetterslife.com and check out the heading on the menu to get on the wait list for my leader toolkit, which opens in two weeks on October 4th, 2021. And until the next episode, everyone take care and be a light and find that humor. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I wanted to let you know about something new that I'm doing. If you could please leave me a rating and review on iTunes or write in your Apple Podcasts app, I would so appreciate it. Each week, I'm going to be doing a drawing and sending an email to a winner just to say thank you with some treats, tips, and a little bit of extras because I really want to get this podcast out to more people and I want to hear how it's helping you, getting feedback about what you love to hear about and what you love about the podcast so I can keep doing that. 
Also, if you'd like to connect with me on a deeper level, check out my website at glowgetterslife.com. You'll find links to my About Me page so you can learn about me and my journey in leadership. You'll find links to my blog, my podcast for more episodes, and to my YouTube channel. And you can also find links to the templates and leadership planners I've created, as well as my free resource library. All right. Thanks so much. And until next time, be a light.